The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Now the... 3-2, swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! Ow! Louis We kicking this song, we kicking this thing off. Da-da-da-da-da. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Wednesday, August 23rd, Working Man Wednesday, smack dab in the middle of your work week. Now just 10 days away from the start of a Sooner football season. We're a week and a half out, folks. Seventh-ranked day of the week here. It's a Wednesday, but we're going to plow through it together. Toby and TJ, A1 and Turkey Bacon taking over now. Bring it local. Blast it. You know how it works here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We got a fun show in front of us today. Countdown hits number three. And we're doing it earlier than normal. We'll talk about that coming up in a bit. Got some other sound to play for you today. Football news out there, basketball, baseball news, all to talk about. Uh, TJ's going to try pimento cheese. It's going to be a fun day on the show. Let's start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world. You know him, you love him. T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. A good morning, TJ. Good morning. Hey, hello, right. everybody. Good morning. Oh, man. Hi, Teach. Hi, Toby. How are you today, bestie? Oh, I'm all right. How are you? Um, Yeah, it's Wednesday. I'm yeah. always a little bummed when I wake up and it's Wednesday. Wednesday. But... <sighs> thought of Wednesdays. I did stay up uh, late and uh, was rewarded with a uh, Reds victory last night, so that has me in a little bit of a I did good not mood. stay up late. was not rewarded with a Rangers victory, so there. They're terrible. Season's I'm trying. Over. Season's over. I'm trying to be patient with you. But, like, could you get, uh, for the sake of the Rangers, let's get some wins so we can get in the playoffs. How about beating one of the teams I'm jockeying with here one time? They can't beat anybody right now. They're one terrible. time. They're terrible right now. Worst What's stretch going of the on? season. Uh, I think the Josh Young uh, injury has finally caught up to them. Their lineup is terrible. It's completely thrown things off, and they can't score runs. They can't hit. Everyone's gone into a slump. Um, it's uh, They're playing bad baseball right now. They're not getting great starting pitching all of a sudden, so it, it's all the way around. Bullpen blew it the other night when they did get the lead in the 11th, and they blew oh, it. So man. Yeah. And the Astros and Mariners won again. Just keep winning. They just keep winning. Yeah, the uh, Mariners are unreal. Um, they were completely done and buried, and 
since the All-Star break. They, I think they've got the best record in baseball, maybe. Since so. Brett called in and asked us the yeah. chances the Mariners had. <laughs> right, and we I said, said zero. <laughs> Get out of here. Exactly. So uh, I think they've won you, like 25 of 30, something like that. Seattle, Seattle. You were just there. I was just there. Maybe you blessed him some way with good good luck. Well, if that's the case, I'm never going back again. Let me see. Uh, let me see what these standings look like here. That's uh, not. It's not good. Half game. Half game on Houston. One on Seattle. So. I will tell you what they look like. Okay. Right, go ahead. Looks like Texas is a half game up on Houston and one on Seattle. With <sighs> like, what do we got? Like thirty-five to go, something like Probably that. Something like that. Yeah. Well, pull your head out, okay? You're hurting teams other than yourself right now. Let's go. By the way, I would like to help you. It's not something that I'm enjoying. So uh, is Big John Gray going today? I think he went yesterday. Oh, uh, lost. he lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, John. By the way, um, I like to let you folks know when I discover talent, and I think I've discovered some new talent out there. Well, I've been uh, with you for a I while, watch... but thank you. No, 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 not you. I watch the game closer and with a more critical eye than a lot of people do baseball i'm talking about and i'm watching the reds last night there's a couple of guys that play on the angels that are pretty good uh mike trout is one of them's name <laughs> first time i've ever seen him last night and, and you're lucky you saw him last night because he just came back off just the came uh, back. injury list yeah he went over but i can see potential there and then there's another guy uh otani yes heard of him he pitches and hits who would have thought of that and he's good at both <laughs> i'm telling you keep an eye on these guys okay uh because i uh, last night first time i ever seen either one of them it was really weird i'm watching otani hit well, like, one of them huge. will be with a different team next year possibly both so i doubt it the angels always threaten to trade guys and never do well otani can just leave so he's just gonna leave I don't think he will. I think he, I don't think he knows how. <laughs> um, he's big, man. And neither one of them did anything last night. But uh, Otani's like he's big. I don't know. Do you know how big he is? He's big, he's taller big. than I expected yeah. him to be. Like what six three six four? Yeah. He's pitching against us today. We got a, a double header coming up today. Uh, that's two games, and uh, Otani is in game one against us, so we'll see. Is he a lefty or a righty, Teach? Or does he throw both hands? How does he that throws uh, all three with a left foot, too. Yeah. How does he get it? He's left-handed, right? Left-handed. A left-handed yeah. hitter. He's hitter. a left-handed pitcher, too, right? Now that you're saying that, is he a lefty you throwing? Either. You don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out at 3 o'clock Let's today. Let's find out together. How was your Tuesday? It was good. Good. I uh, picked up the salmon. Oh. Okay. Where and how did that go down? Um, very confusing because there were no instructions, really. It just said, um, so I had to go set Teddy up at Newcastle yesterday. So I went to Newcastle, saw Ted, talked to him for a few minutes. Then I said, all right, I think this is going to time out because I had a flight tracker of the flight that my cargo was on. Right. And it got delayed in the morning. I'm like, crud, like, come on. And luckily the delay only ended up being like 10, 15 minutes, but. Um, so I'm watching it, and while I'm at Newcastle, Alaska Airlines, uh, yes. And while I'm at Newcastle setting Ted up, it says flight has arrived. But I have a previous email that said it should be ready 45 minutes after 
landing around that time period. And I'm like, this is going to work out perfect. I can go from Newcastle, pick up the fish, and then back home. I don't have to go to Norman and then go all the way back up to the airport because it was only about 10 minutes away from where I was at Newcastle. So I was like, all right, it's going to time out perfect. So I leave. I punch in what I could find of what I think I have to go to. And I, uh, I'm i driving. I'm like, man, where, where do I pick this fish up? I'm like, surely I don't go to the conveyor belt at the airport when they left the luggage out. <laughs> but I had no instructions. I, there was nothing. Just the people that processed it said, this is your tracking number. Should be ready 45 minutes if they don't no call. No address? No address, nothing. So I'm Googling like Alaska Air Cargo, and I get an address, and I start driving to it. And like it takes me dead in into like a secure area where this dude's like waving me off everything's like fence and get out because basically where i'm at you can drive on to the runways you know and i'm like yeah where do i go so i pull off in that old post office that's over there by the airport and i i start trying to find phone numbers and i get a phone number and then the phone number's automated and it's like are you calling about a live pet are you calling about seafood i'm like seafood i'm like yelling at my phone it won't understand me it's like we asked are that a live pet seafood i'm like ah seafood so finally it like puts me through and it's just sitting there i'm on hold with the whole music and then my phone's ringing it's a number i don't recognize i'm like what the what this is them and my fish then the yeah. lady picks up but she's like some national lady, and I'm like, I'm trying to find where I need to pick up my fish. <laughs> so she's like trying to look up, and they're like, she's like, uh, do you see this and this? I'm like, that's where I'm at, but it's like a secured area. It's gated off. I'm like, I can't drive in there. And she's like, huh. She's like, well, it's a building. I'm seeing it here uh, by FedEx and this and that. I'm like, all right, I passed the FedEx place earlier. And she's like, yeah, I think it's in that same area. And so I hang up with her, and then I had a voicemail. I checked it, and the lady's like, your fish is ready. We're only here till 3.30, and we don't have a freezer, so you'll want to get here. I'm like, oh, crud. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep driving, and finally it was in that uh, strip where, like, FedEx and DHL and some others are all online, and it was just a little bitty sticker on the door that said Alaska Cargo that you could not see uh-huh. until you like, so pull up it- right on it. Is it uh, that uh, area kind of, le- if you're looking at the airport, you know, from north to south, is it that area to the left over there? Right. Where there's like, a, all the kind of the new buildings and everything? It's opposite side of like the rental cars and all that. Yeah. Like when you're leaving to yep. pay for parking, it would be on your right hand side over there. Yep. Yeah. On yeah, that yeah, access yeah. road. Yeah. So I finally figured it out. And then she's well, like, some uh, of the charter flights we take leave out of over there, not not the building you were in. That's but, probably but another yeah. strip of buildings over there. That yes, and that's probably the area that you probably guys are allowed access to because you're going to a flight or something. You park over there and everything. So yeah, they they were not having it when I'm like, I'm just looking for my fish, just trying to pick up some salmon. <laughs> guys, like we don't have fish here. Go move along. He's like waving at me, <laughs> yelling at me to move along. <laughs> so then she's like, instead of bringing it out, like she has me sign, like I'm picking up the, the mm-hmm. cargo and all this. And then she's like, uh, you'll have to pick it up outside at the bay. And I'm like, need I just carry it in here? Cause she like was talking to him out the door. There's a door right there. And she's like, no, uh, take it outside to the bay. And I'm like, he's right there with the box. Can't he just hand it to me? So I had to go around to the bay and they, like, guys like handing me the box. And so well, I finally got it. It's what still frozen, frozen solid still. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you? It's a lot. So, it's did a you lot. make any, or was it? 
Uh, and I'm going for it tonight. First batch tonight. Tonight? Yeah. Oh, this is exciting. So, this is exciting. It's a, it's a lot. It's you got a, a lot two of shelves. Salmon? Two shelves in the freezer in our garage. So, <laughs> <laughs> just stacked of salmon. <laughs> I think it uh, after processing. So it was the 39. Whatever I said. Once they uh, sliced it down, processed it, I think it ended up being uh, right at like 31, 32 pounds of salmon. So my gosh, yeah, oh, dude, you, yeah, it, it's, it's. I saw the picture of it. It would it made my tongue water a little bit. It looks delicious, all sealed up, and mm-hmm. you can tell which one was his uh, king white salmon. And, oh, you uh, could tell. You could tell. Yeah, it was different. It was you know a white meat. So yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Fascinating. I bet that thing is delicious. Let let us know how it is. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Now, this is, uh, let's see, in back-to-back days now, you have driven to Edmond and to the airport. Edmond, Newcastle, and the airport. Do you need an oil change? How are those 20% tires doing there? It's a uh, lot of driving for you. uh, With all of this, uh, the last two days, I did call the people said, you know the estimate I got on those tires? Go ahead and order them. Let's get them in here. (laughs) So they should be here today. So hopefully by today or tomorrow I have them on. Oh man, how exciting <laughs> is that? That's like almost like you're picking up an illegal drug shipment. Or I something. felt like it. I felt like I was doing something that I shouldn't be. Right. That's Especially how it happens. The guy's yelling at me. He's like, "Sure, it's fish. Get out of here, you drug dealer." That's exactly how the drug dealers of Oklahoma City get their drugs. Right there, what TJ just did. It comes in Stuffed on in salmon. cargo flights and <laughs> mysterious men meet them in mysterious parts of the airport. They sign things and they leave. That's how it goes down. And then it gets to our children. Just tell us what you would like to find. Uh, live animal or seafood? Seafood! <laughs> I said live <laughs> animal or seafood. Just say what you are looking for. Uh, stupid automation system. <laughs> Can I hit one or two, please? Uh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. You know what I did yesterday? Uh, two things. One, I got a haircut. Two, Ooh. I had lunch with a sellout. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one? Uh, Terry Bramble. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh, just randomly? No, we had a we had a our, our annual preseason OKC Rotary. Oh. Luncheon yesterday. Did he try to get you to sell out? I will not comment on such <laughs> accusations. <laughs> I'm happily a part of the ref family. Uh, hey, Barry, John, you want me to sell out? Send some cash my way. I'm always up to sell out. Yeah. John Holcomb, Barry Trammell, and I, every year for, I don't know, decade plus probably have been uh, doing the OKC Rotary preseason luncheon and uh, had that yesterday. Good to see some of you out there. I know we have many of you uh, listeners to the show. And uh, we had a good time. Made fun of how old Barry is. That's always fun. And uh, didn't drop any food on myself before I went up on stage. So it was a good time. It was good to see Barry. He brought the whole sellout crew there. They had Jenny was there and... Uh, not the whole crew, but a lot of them. A lot of the troublemakers. I don't think we're supposed to be saying this yet. No, no they announced I don't it know. yesterday. Oh, did they finally announce it yeah. yesterday? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were acting yeah. like on a Monday, it was still such a secret. I'm like, I think you could say. I think everyone knows. They, they, All of them put out these little individual things yesterday on their social medias. And they've okay. got a Twitter account now gotcha. and everything. So. Uh, it's an interesting concept. I mean, I'm interested to see... Uh, 
what comes of it. I don't see anything. What is the concept? Because I'm confused still. Just so, writing, writing podcasts and yeah. video. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think, I think it is. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I think that it is a bunch of mostly writers who are kind of tired of the newspaper system or see that the newspapers are dying and they're like, we're just going to do this ourselves. So, yeah, they're going to have their own little uh, media company. So they're going to write stories. It's free. It looks like it's free. I think they just do advertising. Mm-hmm. Write stories, do podcasts, do videos. Um, co- they're going to cover Oklahoma sports out from under the Oklahoma and Tulsa world umbrellas. And, you know, some people were had different lines of work than that. I saw right. Ed Murray's going to be a part of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Garen Emig coming uh, out of retirement uh, there. Uh, I had a bunch of, bunch of people that have signed up to be a part of this, so. I don't see any harm in it. How about more, that? How more about people. That? Uh, I think it's the same number of people covering Oklahoma sports. Just They're just going to be working for a different company. Right. And the Oklahoman in the world are like, well, crap. What are we going to do now? So <laughs> anyway, it's interesting. But yeah, any, anytime you see Trammell, you come away feeling a little dumber because he's just brilliant. So 620 in the morning. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show, McIntyre Law brings you this hour. I saw McIntyre Law, a noble on the side of a bus yesterday, going to Crest to buy pimento cheese. So it's true. He can help you. It said it right there on the bus. He is a uh, personal injury attorney with over $250 million, one for his clients. Check him out at McIntyreLaw.com. Neighborhood Jam. Okay. Had Got you it. not heard that yet? <laughs> no, I had no idea where I was going. So <laughs> I think I that's right. If not, I just broke news. Uh, that's what it says here on the calendar, though, <laughs> when I wrote the promo. I'm sure I would have figured it out before next Friday. So, uh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. This one came in at uh, 528 in the morning. He must have really wanted us to see his text. Two things. One. One. We need another jump around game. Two. Why have we done away with crazy train punt from the end zone in pregame? <laughs> I don't know. It's 528 I, thoughts. I don't even know what deep I don't know what that second one means. That's when they uh, play the uh, crazy train music, you know, and they, they punt the ball and they all come... Uh, uh, you know, jumping around. Uh, I know what he's talking about. I, I didn't know it had gone away last year. I'm aware of the like the last thing they do in pregame warmups is they punt it. The guy yep. catches it. They all huddle, huddle up, up and they run into. Run. It. Yeah. I have no Crazy idea what trains playing, normally playing. Then music yeah. is playing. Then yeah. so uh, I don't know what was the first part of that. Uh, uh, we'll they jump they around. Need game. another jump around game. Yeah, it'd be great. I mean, the, the right set of circumstances. You can't just declare, hey, today's a jump-around game. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, that, you know, that was a magical night. It was, a, I think Tech was ranked number one in the nation, right, when they came in or two, something like that. And OU thumped them. And uh, for whatever reason, craziness was in the air that night, and it took over. So, yeah, that'd be great. We'll have We'll have another one someday. This uh, texter says, good morning, gentlemen. I'm super stoked because I get to listen to the entirety of the 
of hour one today. I'm sure this is yeah. a sign of a great rest of the week and a great way to roll into week zero. Have a great day. Well, I got good news for you because um, we uh, we have to move things around today because of our guest. And so actually our countdown uh, will hit number three today in the next segment. Our countdown is at 635 this morning, which is an hour earlier than normal. So if you get to listen to the first hour, you get a treat today. Uh, next segment, we will unveil team number three. And then we got a special guest coming up at 715 this morning to talk more about that team. So glad you get to join us for hour one. Nice of you to clear whether I was willing to do the countdown at Sorry. 630. But, Neighborhood you know. jam. Okay, got it. <laughs> Morning, buddy. Oh, great countdown the last few days. Sorry I haven't been texting. I was busy with work. Are you feeling ready for the season? What do you think about OU's record and what it'll be this year? Have a good day. I don't see why they won't win them all, Carter. Win them all. And, uh, yeah, feel good. But, you know, there's like, there's, there is a, a certain amount of stuff you can't do until game week. Like, we don't have a depth chart yet, so I can't put together spotter boards and all that kind of stuff so there's a lot of stuff you just can't do till next week but as far as uh taking care of what needs to happen 10 days away from kickoff i think we're on top of things we got our big dinner tonight our radio crew dinner tonight teach which is preseason dinner which is when we get the new gear for the new season always an exciting evening when we get our new uh thank gear goodness you guys get some new shoes and shirts yeah thank right. goodness that's exactly hey listen you want us looking sharp we're representing the university and the team out there you want us looking better than the other radio crews right well so uh, nobody tonight? sees you you're on radio oh my gosh i guess you got the in the booth us. thing yeah unlike you, you we work on game days and we That's are right. out and about know. in the public i'm out and about in the public too i'm walking around campus corner gotta look sharp yeah gotta uh sharp. Good, morning! good morning chico and philly good morning hey, chico. chico uh let's see here rangers couldn't beat oakland now can't hit bleep very disappointed go westmore football union thursday good luck coach williams Thank you, Coach Thank T. You, Coach T. Coach, um, have you noticed Coach T tends to dwell on the negative? He does. Here's yeah. what's going on. These people are terrible. I think everyone should be fired, and the world sucks. <laughs> Go Westmore. He did a pretty good, Coach T. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Loco, Ohio. Toby, great job on the video last night that OU football dropped on Twitter. Glad you are the voice of the Sooners. Oh, that's nice of you. Thank you. I've seen uh, 30 seconds of it because you had it on your story and then it cut it off. So i got to go find the full video on Twitter. So I've only seen the beginning of it. Got me pumped up and then you cut it off on me. <laughs> we'll, we'll play it. Some, we'll play it coming. Hey, you know one of the great things about uh, what stinks this week is? We get our highlights back. We can uh, play highlights again now. Well, we'll have to talk about that. I have talked about it. Yeah, well. Oh, you don't want to go to the effort. Uh, I got you. No, it's not that. I think I've got bad news for you. Really? Nah, I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ten days until kickoff. Boomer Sooner. That's from Shark. Thank you, Shark. Uh, Amazing. Oh, wait. All there's right. a previous text. Let's see here. That must be about you. Oh, no. I guess that guy was just glad I read his text about being able to listen to the first hour, and it's amazing he gets to hear the countdown. So he's very excited. 
I'm speaking of, how about one more text because we got to get to a break. Just found out conference. I'll be off work. I'm coming home for the TCU game, the last Big 12 home game. I'm so pumped. Have a great day, Sooner Nation. Who's that from? It didn't say. It doesn't say. Well, congratulations. congratulations. You get to come to the, uh, the, the Friday, Friday after game. Thanksgiving game yeah. against TCU at 11 a.m. Turkey sandwiches, you think, uh, for the for the radio of, crew for that game? A lot of tailgaters will probably be having that, so I think that's appropriate for you guys as yeah. well, yeah. What time are we eating pimento cheese this morning? Let's. That, uh, I didn't let's, know. I put it in the fridge to keep it cool until then, so you, you how let me about, know. How about 7.35 this morning? Oh, all right. Is that too early? Do you want to push it to the 8 o'clock? Do you tell me what your early morning palate is? Oh, no, I can eat anything anytime. So okay. we're good. Seven thirty five this morning, TJ will try pimento cheese and give us an honest evaluation. You haven't had it since you were what, like ten years old or so? It had to have been ten or younger, yeah, at least. It's the talk of all of Soonerland this week. Is pimento cheese delicious or terrible? TJ has firmly planted his stake on the side of terrible. However, he hasn't tried it in almost four decades. So uh, he will try it again live on the air today. This is exciting at 735. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How do I? They have great identity. They're national brands. You found somebody, haven't you? You wanted your boss. Say it. Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is this? What's happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce. Don't do this. No. No. I got to say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault? All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride. Financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league financially. Uh, us in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win for all parties. It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked. We kicking this something. We kicking this thing off. Here we go. Live. From the Palace in Piedmont, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. It's TJ's fault. Thank you, Teach. Had a guy at the uh, luncheon yesterday come up to me and said he loves the show, he listens every day, and he said it's amazing how many times throughout my day, 
something will go wrong, and I'll just say to myself, it's TJ's fault. <laughs> Glad because I'm you guys good for something. So, you have so ingrained that in me that no matter what happens in my life, if it doesn't go perfectly, I'll just say to myself, well, it's TJ's fault. It's TJ's fault. Oh, you're welcome. Glad we could do that. It is countdown time, and we're going all the way to number three today. We're moving it up because our guest is going a little earlier today. Uh, but big boys, all that's remaining now, let's remind you from whence we have come. Way back years ago at 25 was Texas Tech, South Carolina at 24. At 23, North Carolina gets South Carolina in week one. Drake May at quarterback for them. The Tar Heels were our 23rd ranked team. It was AM 22, Hogs at 21, Kentucky at 20. Ole Miss uh, continued the run of SEC teams at 19, then at 18. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. Texas you came get. in at 18, TCU 17, Washington 16. This was the great run of purple here. K State at 15. Oregon's Ducks at 14. Did you see they got a big poster of Bo Nix in Times Square? I saw that in Times Square, yeah. Starting his Heisman campaign now. At 13. Come on now. That'll get you in the mood for college football. We get Notre Dame this weekend, week zero. They get Arm or Navy, sorry, Navy in Ireland. Notre Dame at 13. Penn State 12. Sooners were at 11. USC 10, Utah, who beat the Trojans twice last year at 9, at 8. Clemson, our 8th-ranked team. Garrett Riley now their offensive coordinator. Florida State at 7, after vanquishing the Sooners in the Cheez-It Bowl last year. Then it was Tennessee at 6. This week so far, we've had Ohio State at 5. Paul Keels, their play-by-play voice, joined us on Monday to talk Buckeyes football. And yesterday it was LSU at four. Chris Blair is their play-by-play voice. He will join us on tomorrow's show to talk more about the Tigers, which brings us to today. The number three ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Alabama, the Alabama Crimson Tide come in at number three on the countdown. They will be in Norman next year, Teach. Did you know that? Yeah. Alabama, fascinating, puzzling, interesting team to try to figure out where to put them in a preseason poll. Uh, you start by saying, well, they're Alabama. Nick Saban is their head coach. And year in and year out, they have either the most talent or second most talent in the country. Their recruiting class is always at the very tip top. So obviously, they're going to be good, right? We all know that. We all know Alabama is going to be in the mix here. But there are so many question marks that it's, it's kind of hard to firmly plant 
your flag in them winning the national championship on anything other than their Alabama. And that's enough. That's enough. I get it. But, man, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be hard. It's going to be interesting early on just to see, like, who the difference makers are for them, who emerges. Let's start by talking schedule. Last year they went 11-2. and The two losses were close games on the road. At Tennessee, an epic game. And they lost in overtime at LSU. Ended up running the table from there, including a blowout win over Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. But they lose their best offensive and defensive players from last season. Of course, Bryce Young, quarterback, ends up going number one to Carolina. Will Anderson, their wrecking ball of a uh, defensive end, also goes high in the first round of the NFL draft. There is a battle at quarterback. Can't wait to hear how this is going. Uh, Jalen Milrow played a little bit last year for them uh, when Bryce was hurt. He started and played the Texas A&M game, which was a narrow victory. So uh, Crimson Tide fans don't have a tremendous amount of trust in him yet. He is athletic. Uh, Ty Simpson former five-star prospect he saw very little game action last year but obviously very talented and Tyler Buckner the Notre Dame transfer who has come in has a little more experience a lot more experience but unproven in an Alabama uniform as well so big time QB battle going on in Tuscaloosa no doubt whoever they pick will be very good, all three good options. But are any of them Bryce Young? We shall see. New offensive coordinator. Add that to the new pile. Tommy Reese comes from Notre Dame. He takes over. It seems like whoever Nick Saban plugs in at either coordinator position immediately picks up the baton, and they are great. I assume Tommy Reese will do the same thing. Um, he's got a new quarterback, and he doesn't have a tremendous amount of big-name returning talent at wide receiver. But at running back, he's got Jace McClellan, and he's got a big, bad offensive line. So at the very least, Alabama's going to be able to cram the ball on most of the teams, probably all the teams that they play this year. Kind of the same story on defense. Will Anderson's gone. They got five-star recruits all over the place, but who's going to emerge to be the dude for them? Kool-Aid McKinstry, maybe the best name in college football, star cornerback for them. We know he's going to lock down one side of the field, but the rest of the defensive backfield, certainly a question. They brought in some transfers, Jalen Key and Trey Amos from UAB in Louisiana, hoping they can add some depth. Uh, Kevin Steele is back as D.C., Uh, same as offense. I have no doubt that future first-round picks are on that Alabama defense other than Kool-Aid McKinstry and that they're going to be great, but they have yet to emerge and have yet to show it on the field. Uh, Schedule-wise, you know, you're not going to find a game on here that they're not going to be favored in. They get a layup in Middle Tennessee to open the deck on Saturday night, September 2nd. Then week two, Texas comes to town. They were fortunate to beat Texas a year ago in Austin. 
personally, I think they're going to run them out of the building this year in Tuscaloosa. Then at UCF, then into SEC play, Ole Miss at home. Back-to-back road games could be tricky at Mississippi State, at Texas A&M, but should win both those. Arkansas at home, Tennessee, but they get them at home, and that's a revenge game this year, remember. LSU after an off week, but they get them at home, and that's a revenge game this year, remember. At Kentucky, Chattanooga is the late season uh, uh, rum dum, and then they get Auburn on the road this year, but, I mean, that should be a win. I, you look at the schedule, and maybe somebody sneaks up on them that is either better than we think of the preseason or Alabama has an off night. You know, it certainly capable, Tennessee's capable of, of coming in and upsetting the apple cart, LSU as well, capable of coming in and, and beating them. But both those games are in Tuscaloosa. It's hard for me to see them losing to A&M, even though that game's on the road, or Auburn, even though that game's on the road. I mean, Alabama's in the mix. They're always in the mix. I think they're probably, in the end, it's either Bama or LSU representing the West in the SEC championship game. I give Bama the inside track because that game is at home. I don't know that I can tell you Alabama's better than LSU. I know more of LSU's talent going into the season. But Alabama lost to them a year ago, and they get them in Tuscaloosa this year, so I've got to give the preseason edge anyway to Alabama and just faith that whoever they put at quarterback and all that five-star talent, Nick Saban, the greatest coach of all time, is going to figure out where to put it. And in the end, Alabama is going to be in the hunt once again for the national championship despite all of the question marks. Tej, Alabama at three. Too high, too low, or just right? You know I'm a big believer in windows, and I don't. I believe that no matter how great the coach is, time eventually passes them at a location or just uh, in their career. And I think Bama's in that closing window stage. Too high. This is, goes back to the conversation yesterday. I don't believe uh, people can figure out who your remaining two teams are, I think, at this point. And I don't believe three SEC teams can be in the playoff, which is how you have it laid out here. Uh, Bama's the one on the outside, I think, here. I'm going to leave LSU in. I think Bama's slightly too high. I think they're in the mix, like you said. Favorable schedule with their home schedule and the way some games fall out for them. I hope that window doesn't start to close uh, too fast because I want them uh, still in the window September 9th when they play Texas and winning that game against the Longhorns. But I think we start to see the slip of Nick Saban a little more this year. I think we've seen it over the last couple of years. Even though they're going to remain in the mix, they're going to remain remain a a top five, top ten program no matter how long he's there. I just think that slight slip is there. I'm saying too high. They are not a playoff team this year. Wow. Wow. And this is coming from an Alabama homer, ladies and gentlemen, who is saying he believes Nick Saban's lost. <laughs> Only labeled Alabama homer by you for whatever reason. So, And Alabama is going to take a step back. Now, and I say step back, they'll still be in the mix. They're still going to be fifth, sixth ranked team in the country, but just outside that window slightly. Yeah. I don't know that I'm necessarily saying the top four teams are the playoff teams, but I see what you're saying there. 
Um, I'm not necessarily predicting who's going to be in the playoff here, just giving you my top 25, but I get what you're saying there. Alabama at number three, Chris Stewart, play-by-play voice and sideline reporter and pre- and post-game host. We'll see what his duties are this year. I think Eli Gold's coming back for them this year. Chris Stewart will join us at 7.15 this morning to talk more Alabama football. Give us an update on the quarterback battle from Tuscaloosa as well. Alabama at number three. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. McIntyre Law brings you this hour. Check them out. Your personal injury attorneys. If you've been injured in an accident, Noble and his people are there to help you. McIntyreLaw.com. Short segment here, but a uh, couple of texts. Pool store, uh, pool store Vince says, big shout yeah. out for football time in Oklahoma. Hey, Vince, haven't seen you in a while, bud. I hope you're doing good. It is almost football time in Oklahoma. We're going to, 10 days, we're going to hear the PA guy say that, uh, Teach. It's football time in Oklahoma. We shall see, by the way, we shall see. However, I have been told by someone in the know that there's a chance the scene setter is uh, back closer to kickoff this year, which I know has been a uh, consternation for some people Thank out goodness. there. Thank so. goodness. I don't have to get there four hours beforehand to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, the last couple of years they played it before the gates opened, which <laughs> <laughs> those stadium workers got to see it. That's all. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, top of the hour. Uh, we'll get some of your text messages coming up. Also, Chris Stewart from Alabama joining us at 7.15. The latest on the Alabama quarterback battle and the Crimson Tides prognosis this year, but it is all leading toward the moment of the day. 7.35 this morning, T.J. Perry tries pimento cheese for the first time in 40 years. Back after this.